up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We've called this one today, How Long, Lord? How Long? Uh, For many of us, there's uh, this time in our faith. The Bible says those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And and faith is believing God's word, right? Believing God's word, even though the circumstances and what we see may be opposite. It's choosing to believe that God cannot lie. Numbers uh, 2319, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and shall he not do it? Has he spoken and shall he not make it good? So you choose, we choose to put our faith in the word that although we may not see the blessing of God in, in what we know it's supposed to be. We read Ephesians uh, 320, unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us, right? So we see these scriptures and we see the blessing of the Lord and we get glimpses of what God has for our lives. But then there's this time of what seems like waiting. Lord, I'm just waiting. Lord, I'm just waiting for a spouse, waiting for the blessing, waiting for the calling, waiting. Lord, I didn't know there was going to be this much waiting. But I want to talk to you today about that because there's a There is a balance. There is time that we wait on the Lord. The Bible says, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. That's actually talking about attending to the Lord. It isn't, isn't, Lord, I'm waiting on your plans and purposes. But there there is the timing of God and things. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. If you ask most Christians, what is faith? They're going to say, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And uh, when I was teaching the faith class at, at the River Bible Institute, one of my pop quiz questions was define faith without quoting Hebrews 11.1. 1. And it was funny because you'd still have a few percentage of the people that would write in there, faith is the substance, <laughs> specifically, without using the verbiage of Hebrews 11.1. 1. So what is faith? Faith is a substance. Faith is a substance. I'm holding a pen in my hand, and it's a substance. It's something that I have. There's substance to it, right? So faith is a substance of the substance of the things that there's hope for. So what are you hoping for? It may be a spouse. I'm hoping for a spouse, right? It may be a new job. It may be uh, an opportunity in the ministry. Maybe you went to Bible school or you're in Bible school and you're looking ahead to like, where's this door going to open for me? So there's when you're standing in the door and when you've walked through the door and when you have the spouse, you'll have a substance. You'll be able to look. I look over uh, across the bed and I see my wife. Um, and she's, there's, there's substance there, right? But there was a time where she was the wife of my imagination, right? She was the wife of my heart. I didn't know what she looked like, what color her hair was. I didn't know how funny she was going to be. I didn't know what color her eyes were. I didn't know what her name was or her date of birth was, but I, I, but I knew the character she was going to be. I knew she'd be a woman of God. I knew she'd be a woman of integrity and a woman of hard work. I knew she'd be a woman a respectful person and a a good friend that doesn't talk about people behind their back. She was not going to be a gossip. I already knew her character in my heart because it's what I had asked the Lord for, but there's a substance. So what is the substance of the thing you're hoping for? Is it a spouse? Is it a uh, being in a ministry position? Is it the blessing of the Lord? What does that look like? What does it practically look like? You talk about the blessing of the Lord. Is that having 10000 in the bank? Is that giving $10,000 in the offering? Is that having 100000 in the bank? Is that owning a company? What does it look like? You need to get specific with the Lord of what that looks like. But it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So let me use another language. Faith is receiving now and, and taking is yours. Just as I hold this pen in my hand, I can, I can have joy because I have something to write with this pen in my hand. 
or whatever it is, I, you could believe the Lord for a watch. And then when you get the watch, you hold it in your hand and there's joy because, hey, this is the watch that I've wanted, right? And, and so there's a substance in your hand of the evidence of things not seen. So my faith for a wife was that, Lord, I, I don't know where she is. I don't know what her name is. I don't know what she looks like. I don't know the details. I even wrote about this in one of my books. I, uh, I, I don't know all the details, but I know that she's alive. I know that she's somewhere. And Lord, you said he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So there's a, th- a feeling of, Lord, we're waiting. But really, your part in waiting, please hear me on this. This is the key to the whole reason I'm doing this podcast this morning. The, the key to all of this is that you don't, you don't wait in hope and, and, and only uh, hopeful anticipation mixed in with despair. If you find yourself in a place where there's like hope, okay, it's coming soon, and then time goes by and then you're in despair, and then you like encourage yourself and then there's hope, it's good to encourage yourself. Don't let yourself just sit in despair. Why has it been five years? I thought this person was coming. I mean, think of Abraham who is waiting for this promise. And the Lord said, you'll be the father of many nations. And he was 75. And then he was 80. And then he was 85. And if he was discouraged at 75, man, talk about 85. 10 years go by and still nothing. 90. 95. Years passing. But you know what it says of Abraham? The reason why he was the father of faith. It said Abraham in Romans 4. It says that he, uh, he, he wasn't discouraged. He didn't faint he, he wasn't weak in faith. He didn't consider his own body. He didn't consider the deadness of his wife, Sarah's womb, but he grew strong in faith as he gave praise and glory to God. So there's a place of faith in our hearts that if you've been promised, you know, I, waiting on my spouse, waiting on the call of God, if God called you to do it, he's going to open the door for it. There's the things that you can do and the things you can't do. You can't go opening doors for yourself. First of all, it'll be the wrong door. There's things that God has to do. And then there are things you have to do. If you're a man and you're believing the Lord for a wife, the Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. You have to find a wife. You have to be led by the Lord, but there needs to be a search. For the women, it's not the same. It isn't he who finds a husband finds a good thing. Women aren't supposed to be out there searching you know, on, on websites, searching. And if you got your spouse on a website, bless God, you, you got them. Praise the Lord. You're married now. But it's not, it's not this thing of you're going out as a woman searching for a husband. But you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that it's a substance of things hoped for. So if, if it's a substance already, if I already have it, there's already joy in my heart. So what do we do? You take the word of God and you receive joy from the word. How do you know you're in faith? When you already have joy from the word of God. Well, I don't see the blessing in my life. And that's where you put the word of God in your heart and you rejoice. Lord, I thank you for my husband. I thank you for my wife. I thank you for my, the blessing. I thank you, Lord, that I'm rich and I'm getting richer. I'm strong and I'm getting stronger. Lord, I thank you that I'm already healed. There may be pain in my body still in limitations, but Lord, I'm healed. I thank you that I'm healed. Lord, from the top of my head, Lord, salvation means my relationship to sin and to sickness has ended. And you begin, you don't let yourself sit in despair, in longing, in waiting. You, you, you encourage yourself and you get yourself to a place of joy like you already have it. I've already, even though I may not see my wife, I already have her, right? Even though it was for me, I would come downstairs and I'd prayed and asked the Lord. I'd made a list of things that I felt like was important in a wife. I revised it a few times because I realized it was some of the stuff I had in there was just compliments to myself. Um, list of things I liked the most about Ryan Yesta and then, but titled what I need in a wife. 
So I revised it. I made sure it was stuff that was godly character. But then I would, I would come downstairs, and when I went to pray, I wouldn't say, Lord, when is she coming? I would say, Father, I thank you for her. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, keep her safe. You know, you, you take, you take you, what you do is you trust that God's timing is the right timing. Lord, that I don't want to miss it. I don't want to have this wife too soon. I don't want to have this husband too soon. Lord, I know. Well, what I, I don't know if I have a word from the Lord about a husband or wife. Well, the Bible says he'll give you the desires of your heart. So if it's a longing of your heart, it's a longing of your heart to have a spouse. It's a longing of your heart to, to, to be married and have kids. Then, then you take that scripture. Lord, you said you'd give me the desires of my heart. And you begin to rejoice now like you already like you just got married. You begin to rejoice like the prayer's already been answered. But then you trust. Lord, I trust your timing. Lord, I'm not going to be a person who just stays home. I'm going to go out in public. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to church. I'm going to be around the things of God. I'm going to be around other people. I'm not going to sit at home and not leave the house and just hope you'll, hope you'll send somebody. But then you trust the Lord that you're open to the leading of the Lord, that you're at the right place at the right time. That if the Lord t- tells you, hey, it's time to move, it's time to go over here, that you can trust the Lord, but that the Lord will bring the person. So yes, there is the timing of God, but for you, you don't sit in despair. When, Lord? Oh, Lord, when? Lord, when? When are they coming? When is it going to happen? And then as preparation for the ministry, God has always got something in front of you. So he can't promote you if you're not doing with excellence what he's put in front of you. Because how you finish one thing is how you'll start another. So if you're, if you're not doing 100% at the job that you're working now, why would he entrust you with the ministry? So you prove yourself faithful. The Bible says, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you get joy off the word. Lord, I thank you. I'm not going to worry about it. You said be anxious for nothing. I'm casting my cares on you. Father, I thank you for the day when I, have, uh, I walk in such abundance that I, ha- that I have plenty to live off and plenty left over to help other people. Lord, I thank you for that day. Lord, I thank you for the day that I have this much in savings. I thank you for the day that I can give this much in the offering. I thank you for the day. Lord, I'm not going to worry about it, but I'm going to do what you've called me to do. If God's calling you to be faithful at a, at a retail position with a, with a normal hourly wage, and you're believing to be a business owner, and you're not willing to give full effort where you are, God's not going to promote you. You get promoted off of qualifying for the next thing. And so you're faithful with what's in front of you. If it's singleness, you're faithful. You live like you're married already. You live like you're married. You live with the, with, with the, if you're a guy, you can't be looking at other women. I mean, on a constant basis. I mean, like checking women out is what I mean. You should, you should be looking for a wife, but you can't be checking people out. You can't have impure eyes. You can't have impurity in your heart. You deal with it like you're married. You act like you're married. If you're married, you're not going to be texting a bunch of girls. If you're married as a woman, you're not going to be texting a bunch. I want to let you know, and I know I've said this before. But if you're an unmarried man or an unmarried woman, when you get married, you're not going to have friends of the opposite sex that are not your husband or your wife. You're not, it's not going to happen. I don't care what you grew up with. I don't care who, you, who, you, who was your friend from first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade. When you get married, that person is not going to be a regular. You're not going to talk to them on the phone. That's not how this works. <laughs> it's crazy to me that people think you can just, yeah. No, I'm in love with my wife, but I've got, you know, this friend I just went to middle school with and we've just always been best friends. I mean, it's no, you can't be best friends with another girl and be married to another woman. No, 
You don't, you don't call people. You don't text people. They don't text you. That relationship becomes high and by. And when they get married, when that friend of yours gets married and you want to hang out as a couple, maybe. But <laughs> people have this weird idea that, you know, it's, it's I will be faithful. You know, emotional support is part of being a husband. You're supposed to be emotionally supportive to your wife, not to other women. You have guy friends that you can be there to help, but emotional support is what a husband does for a wife. And that's why we talked about in how to be a man and we're all the men and that you need to be emotionally stable. So you can, you can't be a, a emotional support to someone if you're emotionally unstable. And so you choose, you choose that while you're waiting, yes, Lord, I trust your time. Yes, Lord, I trust your plan. Lord, I know that you know best. Lord, I know that you're working in me and maybe I'm not ready for a spouse yet. But at the same time, Lord, I'm not living in despair. Father, I thank you for this time, this time of preparation. Lord, let me be faithful as a husband. Let me be faithful as a wife. And you begin to be that person now. And then rejoice. Rejoice because if it's a desire of your heart, the Father, man, the Father's heart towards us, so generous. He says, I have no greater delight than to know that my children walk in truth. So generous towards his children. What a good God we serve. I want to encourage you. What you've been believing the Lord for, it's not delayed. It's coming right at the right time. You'll look back and say, man, I feel like I waited long, but I'm glad I waited because it was worth the wait. Not everyone's, don't compare yourself to other people. Not everyone's story is the same. Some people get married at 18. Some people get married at 38. Some people get married at 50. Not everyone's story is the same. But trust that the Lord has the right plan. And if, you're, if there's anything that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing, if any compromise, you choose. No, I'm not, I'm not taking this. I'm going to serve God with my whole heart. Lord, you know the desires of my heart. I'm going to trust that you take care of it for me. And I'm going after it. And this doesn't, and I want to say this, this doesn't talk about, this isn't go for healing. If you're believing for healing, this is not the podcast for that. This is waiting for things that are not already paid for. Healing has been paid for 2,000 years ago. You have to go and find another podcast on healing or come to healing school. You're not waiting for your healing. I'll say this again. No one on planet earth is waiting for their healing from God. God is waiting on you to take your healing. Healing is now. Just like just like no one's waiting for God to save them. Lord, I'm just waiting in your time. You'll save me. No. He- healing and salvation were purchased on the same day by the same person for us. So that's different. I want to throw that out there because I hear, you know, I'm just waiting on the Lord to heal me. No, you're not. He's waiting on you to take your healing. It's a law of faith. But for all of us, Lord, how long? When? Well, Lord, I trust your timing. I'm going to be faithful with what you put in front of me. You're always going to provide for me, take care of me, and you're going to bring what I'm believing you for at the right time in Jesus' name. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you soon.